פרק ו' הלכה, אני צריך פסוק ל"ג. And have you now appointed Gidon as the Shafet, as the one who was entrusted with the mission of saving Klai Yisrael? So it was just in time. The Pasuk says in Pasuk Lamed Gimel, V'chol Midian v'amalek v'bnei Kedem ne'es v'yachtov. Midian, Amalek, v'bnei Kedem, all these different armies, these different countries, they band together to fight Klai Yisrael, and they attack. V'yavru, v'yachtov v'emek Yisrael. They... camped in Emek Israel, which is part of Eretz Israel. And now was Gideon's opportunity, so to speak, to come forward to defend the Jewish people. And as Hashem promised, He would help him. The Ruach Hashem loves Shez Gideon. The Ruach Hashem, so to speak, it filled, filled Gideon. What does this Ruach Hashem mean? So the different explanations Between the Mephoshim, how we define the Ruach Hashem. For those who say he's Ruach HaKodesh, Meshachach, Ruach HaKodesh, that he was given the inspiration of what to do. For those who mean to say it's a Ruach Kvur, which is also a Pasuk. The Pasuk is talking about Mashiach, so Hashem will be married, so it's Ruach Hashem. Ruach Eitz, Chach, Mubina, Ruach Eitz, Adwur. There's a work of word, a person is given a certain strength that he is willing to go forward and, uh, and attack a much greater force. So even though for the last seven years, Kaisra had been oppressed and had subjugated themselves to Midian, now Gidon is inspired by the Surah Hashem, and now instead of just, so to speak, admitting defeat, And submitting to Midian's rule, so now he's going to launch a counter-attack. Vayitka v'shoifar, which is always a sign of ready people to battle. Vayizoika v'yezer achanot. Gidon was from the, the mishpacha of Aviezer, which one of the mishpachas of the national Torahs of the Aviezer, mishpachas of Aviezri, was one of the families which made up the tribe of the Nasha. And therefore they lived in the same, obviously, location where Gidon was. So when he blew the shoifar, they're the ones who heard the shoifar. And they rallied to, toward, to come back with him, which is a Kiddush. Because we saw previously that these were the same people who wanted to kill Gidon for destroying the Asherah. And they definitely didn't think too highly of him. And now when he's willing to declare war, they're the first ones to come to his side. So why that happened and how that could happen, we'll see in a moment. That's, but that's something which, like I can first point out, isn't what we would have expected. So those were, that was the first, so to speak, group of little soldiers that Gideon managed to gather, the people from his own town, Rav his own family clan. And then afterwards he wanted to extend the size of his army. So Malachim Shalach B'chol Benashe, he's Hol Shevet. So he sends messengers to Benashe, Ve'ezor Gamu Akharot. Benashe also fell in line, they also rallied around Gideon. And then afterwards, Malachim Shalach B'ashur B'zvulul B'naftari, Ve'yanul Akrasam. And then he sends Malachim even further afield to the neighboring Shvatim, going north of Asher's Zvulun and Naftali, and they also, they came to meet them. This is from the half of Asher that's in Eretz Yisrael. This is the half of Asher that's in Israel, that's correct. Now, the, there's a difference between the Lashon, and then it says when it talks about either his own, his own family of Aviyazah, or his own Shevet of Nasha, it says, 
They read after him, or in other words, they followed him. But when it comes to Asher's Vulan of Tali, it says they added across him, towards him. So it seems that even though they were willing to work alongside Gidon, they weren't necessarily willing to, so to speak, machnir themselves to, to Gidon, as, uh, as his own shepherd had done. Okay, so now Gidon has gathered the troops that he can gather, and he's ready to go forward to fight the combined force of Midian, Malik, and Benekadim. But we saw previously that Gidon had asked the Kodesh Baruch for a sign that Shem is with him. There are different ways of reading the Pasuk there, but according to one who read the Pasuk, going back to Perik Vav, Pasuk Yudzayin, and Hashem, he asked Hashem, So now is the time when Gidon wanted the confidence that Ois is about to go to battle, and that's what he asks for. If you're going to save Tayyishra through me as you said you would, so Gideon doesn't ask for an ice, he even goes a step further than that and he suggests what the ice should be. And the question is, why is it why is this allowed? We're not allowed to test Hashem. So why is it allowed to say Hashem I'm free down a challenge? If you do this, then I'll see that that you're with me. And not just to ask Hashem to give him a sign, but to say very clearly what he wants the sign to be and what is the sign he asked for. I'm going to leave out a, a piece of wool, basically a shearing of a sheep in the granary. If it's going to be the next morning, normally everything in the early morning is covered by the dew. But over here what's going to happen is the dew will only be on this wool. The whole land will be dry. Then I know that you will save Israel through my hand, like you said. But he can, that's what happens. By Yashkim, he gets up early in the morning. By Yazar, is a giza. And he squeezes this, this shearing of wool. By Yemet's time, he manages to fill the whole bucket from the Jew, which he squeezes out of the giza, which means it will completely saturated. With water. Now, that's only half the story. Gideon asked for a sign to be two things. He asked for the sign to be that there should be water on the Giza and that the ground should be dry. When it says what happened, it says that the Giza was soaked with water but doesn't say anything about the ground. If I you angry with me if I ask for something else. I'll try again with this Giza. Maybe it should go the other way around. The Giza should be dry and the ground should be wet. Okay, so what's the point of this test? Why does it suggest the test? Why is it not to do that? Why does it suggest the test twice? And one more point I want to medaic. And then when it says about the first test, so when Gideon asked that there should be tile on the wool and the ground should be dry, like we pointed out, it doesn't say what happened to the ground. It just says that the Jew was full of water. The Giza was full of the Jew water. And it says that he came. And it was. When he asked for the second test, that it should be the other way around, that the ground should be wet and the Giza should be dry. So now, then the Pasuk says, when he answered the Kim came. Not Vayikim, but Vayasi the Kimkin, and Hashem did that. So here it's Miyachsa to Hashem. 
and the answer is both sides that the the giza was dry and the ground was wet. So let's try to understand what, what Gideon wanted over here. So first, the idea that the idea that Gideon asked for a sign we already saw before. Even though we saw previously the idea of the fact that the Malach, so to speak, burnt the carbon and went up in Shur to Shemayim, like we saw there, that was a sign that it was a message from Hashem. But, but now Gideon had taken the initiative into his own hands. And this is a, a, in, in opposition to other cases of the Nath, where there's a message from a Novi to the leader or to the king, whoever it's going to be, to stand up and fight. So in a case like that, the person who receives such a message from Hashem hasn't got a doubt that that's what's intended from him. He receives a clear message, this is what you meant to do. But over here, we don't find he was given a message. On the contrary, he was inspired on his own to get up and to announce that he's a campaign that he's going to lead against Midian. And therefore he wasn't sure, is this what Hashem had in mind? Right. Hashem just said, you're going to be a Shirtai But he wasn't sure, is now the right occasion or is this the way I'm meant to be doing it? And that's why he asks for a sign. He asked for a sign where Hashem had told him he's going to be with him to destroy Midian. Is this, he wants to stand that this, this is the campaign and this is the right time and this is the way it's going to come about. Which we can understand. Why does he ask for such a strange sign? In other words, he wasn't doubting Hashem. Can Hashem save us or can Hashem do this? He was looking for a sign that I did the right thing, so to speak, by taking the initiative to declare war in Midian. Now, why did he look for such an unusual sign? The sign that there should be Jew on the one and try on the other. So, there's two levels to understand. On the simple level, it's because, like we know, the Gemara says in Tainis, that one of the things that Klaishal asked, it wasn't the right way to ask, because Hashem corrected them. Is Klaishal asked that Hashem should be for them like the rain. And Hashem corrected them to the air, Katali Yisrael. I'll be for Klaishal like the Jew. And what's the difference? What's wrong with asking Hashem should be for us like rain and Hashem correcting it to compare it to the Jew? So the Gemara says in Tainis because rain sometimes falls and sometimes doesn't fall. There's a rainy season, there's a dry season. Sometimes even in the rainy season there's a period of drought. And therefore to ask something to be as consistent as rain is not very consistent. Whereas if you're going to ask something to be as consistent as dew, that's something which is always there. Something which is always there and therefore that's a sign of something which will always always happen. And if that's the case, Gideon saw that that was, a, that that was something which if you could change that would be a sign of an S. Because normally Normally, that's a, a, something which happens regularly in the Kiyom Abriah. Every day there's going to be Jew. If the Jew wouldn't fall on the ground, it would only fall on the Giza, then here that's the nice which you can see is, is, is a clear change of the temple. And what you see is Hashem wasn't prepared to do that. The Chazal pointed out that Hashem wasn't prepared to change the temple, and therefore the following day, it's true there was more water in the Giza, but the, the, the ground wasn't dry. The Jew fell the Jew always falls. And if that's the case, so Gideon had been given, let's say, half of what he wanted. He had asked that the Jew should get concentrated in the Giza and not the rest of the ground. And it's true that while the Jew got concentrated in the Giza, it was enough to squeeze out, like he says, a whole bli of water, so a whole <coughs> pitcher of water. But the said that didn't, didn't happen, that shouldn't change the Teva to take the Jew away from everywhere else. Which also why doesn't say, Vayasir Akim came. Hashem didn't do that. Hashem didn't do what he asked. And therefore he asked the second time. 
He asked the second time because this one he says, okay, I can't change the, the, the mahalak of the Jew from falling on the ground, but he wants to change it the other way around. Because normally the Jew is everywhere, and therefore if he can remind it from not falling on the gizzard, that would also be a right for him that should have changed the table. And what's the difference? So the Gemara says in the same in time, he said, The ground needs to do that its daily irrigation, and therefore Nashim is not prepared to do a nase which is going to be detrimental for the whole Kim And therefore, even though Gidon asked that there shouldn't be Jew on the ground, Nashim wasn't prepared to do that. So Gidon understood that. And therefore, he said, I'll try the nase the other way around. Because if this is the case, even though, like I said, normally the Jew would fall everywhere, but and including the Giza. But over here, if Hashem was to do an ace and prevent the Jew from reaching the Giza, no one's going to suffer from that. It's not in a way which is going to cause anybody else a loss, or it's going to change the prayer. And therefore, this was an ace which Hashem was prepared to do. Hashem was prepared to not let the tile fall on the Giza, only on the ground, and therefore there was a riot that Gidon's request had been fulfilled. That's the simple way of learning the circuit. Did Gidon know that Beforehand, that, that, that he was asking for a lot the first time around, and, and once Hashem didn't do that, he said, Okay, what about just being the night from the Giza where it doesn't affect everybody? And he wanted to see like a certain thing that, like, would Hashem do it to everyone just to something as something? Or there was, he didn't um, know, or he didn't know. He knew it was something that every day. He, did, he thought maybe that would be the night, so Hashem will change it. We have to, Hashem doesn't change it, is that Hashem is not prepared to do a nice, which is going to. Like I said, cause everyone else to laugh. Did anything change because of that? He sees, does he see like, okay, Hashem's going to be willing to help me as long as it doesn't affect everybody else? Or that wasn't part of the thing? It was just no, like, no. as if like, almost like a mistake. He asked before or something, he realized he, asked he had He asked something he asked something which he realized he shouldn't have asked for. And then we changed what he asked for. That's the simple way of, of the Aina. I said, there's, a, there's another pshat here, which is a pshat which leads us to a very interesting point in Hashgab. And then his Gideon didn't just want to sign that Hashem was with him. If you look carefully what Gideon's words were, he had a different question. And he didn't ask, his lashon was, What Gideon wanted to know was, whose chus is it that Klaish was being saved? In other words, is it Yadi? Is it in my schos? Is Klaishos being saved because of me? Or is it in Klaishos' schos? And why did Gideon have the suffix? This goes back to the very shorish of it, of where Gideon was given the leadership before. When the Malach came to marry at the beginning of the story of Gideon, like we learned some time ago, so the Gideon says to the Malach, that he has a question. And that is, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu was willing to save Klaishos when they didn't deserve it in Mitzrayim, so why doesn't he said Klaishol now as well. And if Klaishol in Israel did deserve it, so why isn't the schus of the schus of the schus of the previous Torahs work to save Klaishol now? And therefore given an argument why even the Klaishol in his dar were admittedly not on a high level. Even the Klaishol in his dar were admittedly over the desire, like we saw. But nevertheless, he has an argument to put forward of why they should nevertheless be saved. Even though just because, why would the nation of Mitzrayim any better? And Hashem told him when he said that, Leich b'koyich chazer v'shat v'shatisho. Go with this, uh, this argument you just brought forward, that's accepted. You'll be the one to say Klaishro. And now the question which Gideon wasn't sure was, what does that mean? Does that mean Hashem is saying, you're right, Klaishro has a schus? 
or Kaisral, even if they don't have Schusim now, but Lemaisa, they have Schusim of the previous Lerus. And if that's the case, then the Yeshua is going to come. Because as you pointed out, Gidon, Kaisral deserves it, and therefore it's coming with Schusim Yisrael. Or is it Pshat? No. Kaisral doesn't deserve it. But Hashem accepted Gidon's argument, and therefore he said, it's in your Schus, Gidon. Because you have this host. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, this is what the test was meant to be. The test was meant to be was where is the Jew going to fall? Because we know that Jew, like we saw previously in the Gemara, is a son of a Kodesh Baruchus Chesed, a son of a Kodesh Baruchus Hashbah. And what he wanted to know is is the Jew going to fall when he originally asked for? Dafka on the Giza, Dafka on the wall, which would be the sign that the schus was good and the schus he put the wall there and on the whole ground would be dry which means that the rest of the didn't have any schusim the rest of the didn't have any schusim and therefore the Jews didn't fall in or do we say the other way around? or do we say the other way around? that that's what Gideon originally tried Gideon originally tried the Gideon originally tried the Mahalach of asking that the that the, that if Hashem was saying then the gizah should be wet and the ground should be dry. Which means what he's asking was if the Yeshua is coming in Gizah's host, so that all the, the towels should concentrate on the Giza and uh, the ground which would represent Kaisra should be higher, should be dry. That's, that was his initial That was what he originally that was his preference. That was what he thought first. And Hashem didn't do that. Hashem made the whole ground wet and the gizah wet. So Gizah didn't say, yes, he has a schos, the gizah was wet. But when he asked the other way around, and that is, was it only his schos, and Kaisal had no schos, and not, Hashem didn't agree to. So he asked the other way around. Maybe his Kaisal was not mine. And therefore, that would be the case. The, the, the Jew will only fall on the ground and not in the gizah. Which means Kaisal will have a schos even if Gizah doesn't. In other words, it's true that he was chosen to represent to the Israel that was because it was because he spoke he he pushed forward an argument for Israel's benefit. And that's like and that's like what happened. By Yasu the Kim Kane, then he showed him that yes, it's the source of Israel. It's the source of Israel and that's what's going to make him meritorious, even if it wouldn't be your And that's great Even even when someone is great Israel or because of the others? That's Israel. They combined Schosim with Klaishro. And that was the message together. That uh, it's true he had Schosim, and when he asked the first around for there to be Jew on the Geza, Hashem tried to Jew on the Geza, more Jew than there was meant to be on the Geza, but not that there wasn't Jew everywhere else. Not that it was Gideon's Schosim without Klaishro. And when he asked the other way around, maybe Klaishro is Schosim without me, so then Hashem tried him, yes. Klaishro will have a Schosim without you also, and therefore the, the Geza will be dry, but the ground will be wet. Okay, so that's the that's the um, what Gideon wanted to see, what Gideon wanted to prove. The it's also interesting the way the pastor brings it when it talks about the second test. So the both the way Gideon asked and the way afterwards was shown what he did was he asked first that it should be dry in the gezer and then all the ground should be tough. The Chayyim would have made more sense to ask it backwards. Right? Let the towel be on the ground and not on the gizah. Right? So why is he asking it first? Let it be dry on the gizah and the towel be on the ground. Right? So that's, this, was, this, is his, this is his idea. He was asking for himself. In other words, if it's the source, not mass 
So then Shah is not Mashal, it's Mashal, it gives us dry. In other words, there wasn't the option of, the, the, the Ikka test was when Khairib was. The Ikka test was when it was going to be dry. And therefore, if you wanted, if, if, you, if the point of the second test was to see that do I have a source, or is it a source without me, so the way to prove it would be, would it be dry in the Gizona. And that's what I should show you. Now, why tackle the Klaish will have a source? I mean, the Maestro, they were over there by Desire. Like we saw previously, the Maestro, they, they deserve the punishment that they got. So this is the Yusei. And that is the Koyach, which we find not just by Gedon, but by future leaders of Klaish as well. And that is the ability to, so to speak, more early the source of Klaish by Hashem. That whether it's because that Zuchar, Abram, Yusuf, and Yaakov, remember the Avos, or remember the 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 that are amongst Israel, or even look to the future. The Klaishal, what Klaishal will achieve at one in the future time. So yes, the the Kayach of the source is the source of Klaishal. It needs the God also to speak to find the perspective to see Klaishal in a positive light, even when the bats are holding by doing affairs. Even at a very last spiritual level. So it's true, Gideon had the schus, so to speak, to be more a schus until Yisrael. But Lemais, that was the schus which was going to save him. What Gideon achieved by being the one to awaken everybody to that schus was, because of that, he was, the, he was going to be the one to, to actively be the one to save Kali Yisrael. But the schus which was being used was the schus of Kali Yisrael. Thinking now, the Rav said differently, and that was what I wanted to get to. You asked before, and why did Abiyazir follow Gideon when they had originally condemned him as being the one who destroyed the Baal? This is part of the source of Kali Yisra. And that is it, like Chazal said, some psakim. Shkhaira niva nava. I'm black, but I'm beautiful. And that is even at a time when Kali Yisra is black with a veil. Even at a time when Kali Yisra is doing the wrong thing, but for Atim there's a possibility of doing Shabbat. And therefore, the source of Kali Yisrael is that the potential still lies into the Chava, even though they aren't on the level right now. Everything is, in this case, is good in itself. When Kali Yisrael responded to the Ruach Hashem, which Lav Shez and you see that even people who had originally been willing to fight with Gidon, and they wanted to kill him, because he had uh, desecrated the Mizbech of the Baal and shafted the part of his last time, but when they felt that there was a Ruach Hashem which was leading him, they forgot about that and they rallied to support him. So you see that a latent source which Kali Yisrael has, a latent source which Kali Yisrael has, uh, even if that's not what they, their preoccupation, even if it's not where they're holding. And it goes to the point you said before, that the source of Kali Yisrael is the source of Kali Yisrael. Without that, a leader, as great as he might be, isn't going to have the Siyadish mind. He doesn't have the source of Yisrael, so he doesn't have the ability to, to fight in Kali Yisrael's behalf. But when Kalashal has forced him, so the other then from their ranks, Hashem is going to find a leader to lead them. This is something we'll see in future times in Shaitim as well. There will be times when the leader doesn't deserve anything. The leader on his own wasn't such a great person. But it's because of Kalashal that Hashem makes him successful. And that's Hashem was trying to get it as well. That the Khairib is on the is on the is on the Giza, but the Tal is on the arts. That even if you would be empty, you would be drunk, you wouldn't have that lachlukis that that's chosen to support you. But the Maizah Kaishal does have that ability, and the Yeshua is going to come with Chos Kaishal.